and welcome to the Bishop's Radio. I am Messigan, your host. Let's pray. Our Father, our God and maker of all things, we bless your holy name and thank you for ordaining this podcast to bless, transform, liberate and lift all who come in contact with it. We give you praise because your word is true and you are faithful. Thank you for all the lives that will be touched with this broadcast. We are grateful for the testimonies that will abound. Be forever glorified in and through us all in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm about to read a portion of scripture that is Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15 from verse 1 to verse 20. That is where we will stop the reading. It is a long read and I'll lead you to pay attention. After we're done reading it, we will go to the major point that we want to pull out from this particular podcast. Let's just call this the reflective series. Luke 15, 1-20 I'm using the New Living Translation, by the way. Tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. This made the Pharisees and teachers of religious law complain that he was associating with such sinful people, even eating with them. So Jesus told them this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the ninety-nine others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over ninety-nine others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the entire house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she will call in her friends and neighbors and say, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost coin. In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. To illustrate the point further, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there, he wasted all his money in wild living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare, and here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, 
I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming, filled with love and compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. Yep, that is where we stop. But if you so feel like it, you can read the whole chapter to the end. You just have a couple of verses left and you're done with the whole story. But I'm stopping there today because of the point that I am led to bring out of this story. First off, we noticed that Jesus Christ sat at a sitting to give these three scenarios to the people that were around at that point in time. Now, the first scenario involved an animal. He used sheep, lost sheep, and that the shepherd went out to look for the lost sheep. In other words, we're talking about animals who don't have a conscience, who don't have a will, who don't have a choice. Getting lost, can't think of getting back really, needs to be helped. Now, with that example, Jesus Christ established that God's intention is for all men to be saved. You know, I've taken several series on mercy and how God's mercy is available and how people need to access it based on their choices. And this is one of those chapters that actually establishes that further, showing that God's love is eternal and he just desires that people, the lost, come back. Notice how after the sheep was found, they talk about celebration and Jesus Christ likens it to a party breaking out in heaven at a sinner repenting. Now he moves on to paint another scenario. This time around, he uses an inanimate object, but valuable nonetheless. And that is a coin, a coin, a precious coin of value. And as usual, the coin has no way of coming back. The coin has no choice. The coin has no will. It is inanimate and therefore needs to be sought out. Now, that concept there also explains God's desire to seek out the lost. He started by using an animate object, but that is not a human being. A ship. Then he went on to use an inanimate object just to establish that this is my desire. And again, by the time that coin was found, we find rejoicing, we find party. And again, we talk about heaven rejoicing, we talk about angels rejoicing because one lost soul is back. He uses those two scenarios to point that the Father is always seeking for lost souls, always seeking for reconciliation. And that is why he sent Christ. That is why John 3.16 is always profound because he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes 
in him will not perish but we have life and have it abundantly we see that place of making mercy available making salvation available but then we're still talking about a concept of choice which was now clearly depicted in the story that we term that of the prodigal son a son goes to the father and asks for his inheritance I don't want to further expand on that because that is a lot but let's stay on story he asks for his inheritance he is given he goes he squanders it but then he comes to his senses notice that unlike the ship scenario and unlike the coin scenario the father did not go out looking for the son the father was at home and with that final verse that we read that is verse 20 the father was at home waiting he didn't send out a search party he didn't go to report that um ladies and gentlemen i am missing a son he didn't go to make a police report and then give out a missing person broadcast no he was home doing his thing and that was it but the son got to a point where things were dry things were hard extremely difficult at that point he realized that in his father's house even the servants there have more than enough to eat and enjoy and he determined in his heart to go back to his father that is why in verse 20 it reads so he returned home to his father and while he was still a long way off his father saw him coming filled with love and this is the father now and compassion he ran to his son embraced him and kissed him he saw his son and ran to meet the son further establishing that concept that was established in the first scenario where the shepherd goes out in the second scenario where the woman searches for the lost coin that desire to see a return is there is a constant but here now we're using a human a human that has a choice a human that can think a human that has a will that can make decisions and we see that the young man made a decision to leave and then he made a decision to come back and when he did the father was waiting for him but when he made the decision to leave nobody went looking for him for me this is one of those stories that actually helps me to counter the doctrine of election talking about people being destined for destruction i've treated that topic in a previous broadcast so you can go ahead and just look to the history and refresh your memory on that because here humans have a choice and that is one thing that this particular story ends on 
if you have a hard copy Bible and that has red letters, you will see the words that I read mostly in red letters because it was Jesus Christ that was sharing this story to people. And he gave those three different scenarios. And I think for me, he properly summed up how salvation works. That salvation is readily available and accessible, but only to those who decide to access it. So we are not talking about sheep. We are not talking about coins, inanimate objects. We're talking about humans that have a will, that have a choice. Remember this incident that happened on the cross. Jesus Christ was crucified between two thieves. And one ridiculed Christ. And the other said simply, Remember me when you get to your kingdom. That was all. And Jesus said to him, This day you will be with me. In paradise simple we have two people that had a chance equal chance only one person took it only one person took it and this chance is available to all no man has any excuse why because the love of God is available God has done what needs to be done like he has done what needs to be done it is now left to man to do the needful accept what the lord has done that's it for this week don't forget to share this blessing with others sharing it shows that you were blessed and you love for others to be blessed as you were blessed so you see Love is the motivation here and love is seen in action. Also, listen to this podcast again and again to properly benefit from it. And should you be moved to give feedback, do not hesitate as your feedback can inspire the next podcast. And always remember that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Stay well and blessings on this.